Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books. And today I'm having a bit of a breakdown because, you know, not everybody is a dog person and wants to pet the little beasts. But I think that antiheroes and villains should do it. You want to know why? Let's break it down. Okay, I actually am a dog person and a cat person and a turtle person. I love all animals, which makes me a good person, obviously. But you know, there's some theories out there that pets can sense when someone's a good person or a bad person. Maybe, maybe not. But as authors, we can use this theory to our advantage. We talked about saving the cat and how that happens early on in a story as a tool to establish empathy and make us like our character or characters. Now, if you remember, it doesn't have to be an actual cat that gets saved. It's the deed that's done or the personality quirk that's shown about our hero that shows that they are empathetic, that they are someone that our readers can identify with and like. Have you heard of the craft technique of petting the dog? The first time I heard it was in James Scott Bell's book, Write Your Novel from the Middle. I love that craft book. I highly recommend it. Bell says petting the dog comes later in the book. He recommends using it in a way to remind readers that the hero is empathetic or having them stop in the middle of their troubles to help someone else out. This moment happens right before a big battle or an obstacle to remind the reader that the heroes have heart or to remind the readers what the hero is fighting for and what the stakes are. It's another empathy hit. I think it's best when the pet the dog moment threatens or exposes the hero to danger or if the proverbial metaphorical dog is in danger and the hero saves them. Think about the book or the movie, The Hunger Games, where our heroine, Katniss, actually literally saves a cat, her sister's cat, when she doesn't eat the beast. Later, Katniss pets the dog when she takes in Rue, the youngest tribute that was sacrificed to fight in The Hunger Games, which is games to the death where these kids are killing each other. But Katniss isn't the only one who pets the dog. If you remember, in this world, kids are sent two from each district to fight and die in the Hunger Games. And if you remember, one of the villains, Thresh, he was from Rue's district, they came together. And when Rue is killed and Katniss is burying her and then Katniss comes under attack, it's Thresh that comes to Katniss's rescue. Thresh kills Katniss's attacker and then he spares Katniss's life out of her kindness to Rue. He pets the dog. Which brings me to my real point of this episode. You can use the pet the dog moment on villains and anti-heroes to great effect. You know that term sympathy for the devil? Well, the petting the dog can be empathy for the villain or the anti-hero. It can be used as a scene to show that the villain isn't as bad as we thought they were. Think of Avengers and one of the greatest villains of all time, Thanos. Thanos's plan is to delete half of the population of the entire universe. But in order to make his dream of deletion come true, he has to sacrifice one of his daughters. For much of the franchise, whenever we see Thanos, we are given a reason to dislike this guy. But at one point, the filmmakers show 
Thanos saving Gamora, his daughter. Yes, while he is destroying the rest of her planet and her family. But it's a moment that shows him being human, even though he's an alien. And it confuses our heart because for a second, we get an empathy hit for this guy that we hate. Now that's powerful fiction, giving us a second of like for someone that we have come to hate. It happens again in Black Panther with the greatest villain of all time, Killmonger. In the first Black Panther film, we learn that Killmonger was abandoned as a little kid when his father was killed by his father's brother. And we see Killmonger grow up in poverty and in strife away from the opulence of Wakanda, which was his birthright. Killmonger sees the Wakandans as people who live in opulence when the rest of people that look like him are living in poverty and strife. And the Wakandans could do something about it, but they choose not to. And he kind of has a point, which confuses our hearts because we get another empathy hit from a person that we're set up to dislike and yeah, pretty much hate and not root for at all. In a dark romance, I think this is when the good deeds that we didn't realize that the hero was doing, that that becomes revealed. The pet the dog moment can be used to remind us of the stakes of our stories. It's the moment before that big battle, the confrontation, that reminds us of what can be lost if our hero loses. But you can also use it for the villain or for the bad boy to humanize them. You can add more conflict to your story by giving your reader pause to consider changing or challenging their loyalties to the hero with an empathy hit to the bad guy. So save the cat, pet the dog, be an all-around animal lover. Want a more in-depth exploration of pacing? Try out my Page Turner Pacing course, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at aneswrites.com forward slash PTP for Page Turner Pacing. Want to break down shows and movies with me live? Come and join me on Teleparty. You can find the viewing schedule on aneswrites.com forward slash breakdown. In the meantime, you guys know what to do. You go and you get the words and I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye.